Hello guys, this is Ronan with Talk 4342. I'm here with five of our alumni who are all freshmen or going to be freshmen in college this year. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. I'm Molly, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm a freshman at Penn State and I'm planning to study industrial engineering. I'm Elliot, um, I'm going to be a freshman next fall and I'm going to study mechanical engineering. Hi, I'm Olivia. I'm currently a freshman at Purdue University, and I am going to study aerospace engineering. I'm Laura Olmes, and I'm studying international business. I'm Avery Chapman. I'm a freshman at the University of Pittsburgh, and I'm studying public and professional writing. And if you guys couldn't tell already, we're still on quarantine, so we apologize in advance for some of the poor, crappy quality. Um, but so how have the five of you been doing so far with college? How's it been? Pretty good, pretty good. It's hard, but it's really fun. <laughs> I like that I can take different classes. Like it's not the pres same prescribed curriculum that everyone is taking. This semester is pretty rough, but like once you get used to it, it's really nice. And you get like to meet all your best friends, you meet lots of people from all over, so. Yeah, honestly, it's already been like one of the best experiences of my life, so I'm, I love it. So, Elliot, you sort of did like a gap year sort of thing. Do you sort of want to explain what you did, how that went and everything? Yeah, um, I went to India in the winter, in January, and I was working there at an organic farm. Um, I was planning to stay till June, but that didn't happen. Now I'm home now. I just started, no, I just left um, Saturday. So newly home and stuck in quarantine for now and quarantined even in my own house. I have to stay in my room for another week to make sure I'm not sick. Yeah, that sucks. Um, so how have you guys been dealing with online school and whatnot? I mean, the motivation has never been lower, but it's kind of easier just because, I mean, the professors don't care as much. They're, they make a lot of assignments optional and I don't have to get up at 8 a.m. So <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. I'm only having that experience with a couple of my classes. My um, physics class in particular, the professor is acting like we are still on campus, um, but most of my other professors have been really good about like extending time for tests if we have to upload work on Canvas and um, just making sure that everyone, everybody's good. And something really sweet that happened in my math class earlier today was we do a live Zoom math class and the professor was like, all right, everybody in the chat, say hi to all the students who are in a different time zone or couldn't make it to class today. And then it was just like a flood of messages. It's a 50 person class, we don't know everyone, but it was just nice to be able to like connect with people. Mm, yes, Purdue made all of their classes pass fail optional. So now I don't have to try in all my classes that I'm currently not doing well in and then also but it still gives me the chance to boost my GPA. So right now I have more leeway to like make more mistakes because I'm definitely gonna have more problems here than on campus. It's really nice because I don't have any like Zoom classes or anything. So all of my assignments are just due by the end of the week. So I don't have to wake up at any time and I can procrastinate as much as I want. It's great. So Molly, I think you mentioned something like whiteboard or something that like your school uses. Do all of you have something within your school that they sort of use to help um, either before all this happened or while it's been going on in addition to Zoom, sort of like helping all the students like stay up to date on assignments and stuff? 
Yeah, Penn State uses Canvas. We use Blackboard. We use yeah, Blackboard. We're Blackboard, but we're switching to Canvas, I think, next year. I love Canvas. Yeah, we're doing something else because Blackboard sucks. So I'm pretty sure we're not. That's bad. I kind of like it. It's gone down like four times like this semester and like six times last semester and like people had to like cancel exams and things because Blackboard just wouldn't work right. Purdue's done. That's like, gone down well, off, right? Victor, that could have just been because you never look at it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that's true. <laughs> no, it's fine. So in terms of sort of like going from being seniors in high school, going back to sort of being freshmen again, but in college, um, was it hard to adjust to that change going from like, quote unquote, like top dog to bottom? I mean, not for me at all. And for Olivia, it might be the same just because we started immediately in a like a community where they were very accepting with bands. Um, and so I got there two weeks earlier, so I felt like way more alone in the beginning. But then as soon as we got to band camp, it was just immediate inclusion. And so that made the that kind of made it a lot easier. So I didn't struggle as much as some other people might have. Yeah. And also like going to college, like the whole prospect of it, I was really worried because I knew I was going to make a lot of mistakes. So I was really glad to be a freshman, actually, because that gave me an excuse to make all these mistakes. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, I'll be fine as a freshman. But like next year, next year's, next year's the test. <laughs> so I know that Olivia and Aver, you guys both did ban. Um, Victor, you did esports. Molly, and I guess Victor, or any of you, um, did you guys participate in any other clubs that helped you sort of like find your niche within the school? I continued. Um, I started a SWE Next club at Kennett, and then I became a member and a chair in SWE at Penn State. And I've super duper loved that. It's been a really great way to meet other female engineers and like just make friends. And in addition, I was am a part of uh, Shire for Women, which is a women's organization within the Shire Honors College. And I've been able to like really meet a lot of great people and find a super supportive community through it. So have you guys like within college found anyone else become friends with bonding over FRC, robotics, anything like that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I remember I got in trouble with an RA one time, not my RA, but I was like running around on some hall and then she like came out like, hey, be quiet. And I was like, yo, you're sure that's like first robot. And she's like, oh my God, yeah, did you do that? I'm like, yeah. And so we started talking about it and I got out of like a noise complaint. So that was pretty good. <laughs> my roommate had a friend stay over for a weekend and I had my first hat like on my bookshelf and she was like, did you do first? I was like, yeah and she was like oh my gosh I was on this team and I was like oh I know what that team is and then we were able to like have a bunch of conversations it was cool we have we have an uh we have a first group chat actually of just people that we found who are in first in freshman year or yeah freshman year and eventually one of those like one day during fall semester I like I figured out that Purdue was hosting one of the uh one of the competitions and so we they had like all the stuff set up for, what was the last one? Destination Deep Space. They had all of that set up at, at Purdue. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're hosting? It was, it was really awesome. Did you awesome. any of the stuff? I could have gotten free stuff, but like I had to do something that week or that weekend and I couldn't be there. And I was really sad. <laughs> I missed out on like all of it. <laughs> 
All right, Elliot, this is sort of like a direct question for you. And I guess any of you also who did anything over the summer, or I guess at school, the gap year that you took and sort of anything that you learned from that, is that something that you'd suggest other people do before going off to college, before they sort of get stuck into schoolwork and then eventually a career coming out of college? Do you think that was a helpful experience for you, even though it got cut short a little bit? I mean, yeah, I would definitely recommend it to anyone. It might not be for everyone either. Some people like the structure of school and stuff like that. When I did it, it's very unstructured. And I don't think my, I think my personality lends well to that. If I didn't already not like school and then just go into it, I don't think I would have been as prepared, but it also prepared me for, I think, real life a little bit uh, in this in a different way than college would. So it's nice to get the both experiences in underneath my belt by the time I go for a job. So before like going into college and everything, either through high school or over the summer, did any of you have like a chance to uh, look into sort of the career that you're going into or work in that sort of field beforehand that you thought was beneficial? I know I got to, um, I want to get into like publishing and editing and there are a few people that I know who are already in that business and so I managed to reach out to some of them and sit down and talk with a few. Um, I think just even if they're minor connections, reaching out to anyone or just even calling someone that you don't know, like if you're just calling some business, like, hey, what do you think I could do to get here? Then they're always very willing to help out. And I think talking to them and kind of setting up a plan with like, here's what I should try to do in college and get that experience. I think that helped a lot. Sort of just making connections with people beforehand. Yeah, I mean, just taking the first step to getting what you want. Just, I mean, trying to get as much information as you can it helped me learn that like I don't necessarily need a marketing major as long as I have marketing experience like I don't have to add so much unnecessary work just because I think it'll like get me further ahead gotcha um so for all of you if you all want to explain your own sort of decisions do you guys want to talk about how you came to decide on your major in college and how that decision sort of came about like what was your deciding process I know last week our current seniors sort of talked about how we decided um how we were choosing our major, our school and whatnot. Do you guys want to talk about how you guys decide whether it turned out to be the right fit for you and whatnot? So Purdue has a special program for engineers. And when you get accepted here, you're not accepted into a specific major. You're specifically called first year engineering. And your first year is specifically all the gen eds that you need for any engineering that you ever need. But the entire first year is has built-in courses for you to explore all types of engineering. So when I came in, I didn't need to know whether I wanted to be an aero major, an ME major, or like a chemical engineer or any of that. During my fall semester, we had like several assignments where they would give us information about all the schools of engineering and they'd be like, find out all this information. There's all these um, seminars and things that you can go talk to the people who are like in charge of them. And then you can figure out like exactly what like a chemical engineer does or an industrial engineer does. And then by the time second semester starts, then you have a better view of what you want to do with your life. And then you're, you choose which major you want to be in for the next three years. So that way gotcha. you, you at least know exactly what you're going into and you don't have to worry about switching majors. That's nice. I found my major 
sophomore year of high school in principles of engineering with Mr. Chu. It was like the first project he had us do all year. And uh, for reference, because it's part of his story, the class was 15 boys and me and Mr. Chu, a male teacher. So it was the only girl in the class, which I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> like this is going to be terrible. It wasn't. Um, but the first assignment we had was to research a discipline of engineering. And I was like, what the heck is industrial engineering? Researched it, found it, fell in love with it. Um, I had an industrial engineer from Wawa come in to speak to my Sweet Next Club. And after hearing what she said, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, this is what I want to do. Confirmed that through college visits and everything. And since I've been at Penn State, I've been able to talk to a bunch of people in industrial engineering about the classes that they're in and the things that they're doing. And it was also really cool. My next door neighbor at my dorm was industrial engineering too. So anytime I had any questions, I'd go and be like, hi, um, I just have a quick question. And she was always super happy to help. And the same thing is pretty we come in as um, pre-major status for engineering so it's not like a prescribed curriculum like first year engineering but I can't declare my major until I hit a credit window I have to have a certain GPA and I think something else but um, I should be hitting that next year. So how did you decide on Penn State being the school? Um, so I was actually between Penn State and Purdue for when I was picking schools uh, I knew initially when I went into researching schools and finding schools, I didn't want to go to anywhere that was Institute of Technology or tech anything like that. I wanted a like full college experience. Um, so it came down to Penn State and Purdue for their really, really highly ranked IE programs. And I ended up picking Penn State because it was in-state. Um, it was a lot cheaper than Purdue. And I'm in the Honors College there. So the added benefits of housing, priority registration, and a smaller community within a Big Ten school was really what I wanted. Oh, um, okay. So almost pretty much works the same way as um, Purdue. Uh, first year, like all the um, business majors <clears throat> take gen eds that are all like roughly talking about business and related business. So after like a little bit, I was going to be just um, a general business major. And then I went to uh, international business and I put on a uh, minor for Spanish, but I haven't started that minor yet. So yeah. I think it's a lot simpler for me than, I mean, I'm just... I the major I am we go in as the major and I haven't officially declared it yet but I mean you just you know what you want to do you take the prereqs and then you do there are different tracks you have to choose so there's fiction nonfiction. I'm choosing a more niche one the public and professional writing just because that's what I want to get into um I mean it's not as difficult as you know an engineering track but we just get those fun weed out classes <laughs> Don't even get me yeah. started. I'm glad I didn't have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I'm taking like a weed out stat class next next semester, which is gonna suck because I don't even need stat, but I need the prerequisite. So <laughs> Elliot, how about you? Um, I think I chose my major just through simple elimination of things I didn't like. Um, I knew I wanted to be an engineer, but I also figured out that I don't really like sitting in front and doing CAD all day. I like CAD a little bit, but I don't like doing it all day. So that kind of ruled out some of the engineering majors out there. And I also knew I like, you know, building things and kind of designing the, the, through the designing process. So that's how I kind of ended up on mechanical engineering. And how'd you decide after, on school? Yeah. Um, as for school, it kind of fit all the characteristics that I wanted. I knew I wanted a small school and a Christian one and I also my parents went there actually both of them so I kind of knew about it beforehand and when I went and visited I was like oh, okay this works for me and this that was the only school I applied for actually so luckily I got in or else uh wasn't bad awesome yeah 
Um, anyone else have anything to add to that? Anything you learned over like the college search, trying to decide on a major, like staying like open to everything or trying to more focus in on something? Actually, yeah, something that I um, kind of learned very recently actually was um, the thing I was really stressed about is what major can I choose to get this kind of direct specific path to what I want? And so I thought, well, if I want to do this, then I have to do all these specific things. But I was talking um, to someone who was who had the same major that I had and was already out in the workforce and she said honestly like she's had so many different jobs with just an English major because there are it's such a I guess multifaceted major that you can really and this is for pretty much anything like chemistry by whatever you have like you don't have to do one specific thing there are so many options that I didn't realize were out there and so I guess I was stressing like what few things can I do but there are so many more jobs and professions out there than you realize and so many more opportunities than you think you're going to have as long as you actively try and get them and so that helps kind of de-stress me a bit about the future just there's an unbelievable number of options. I'll also say I have friends who have changed their majors like multiple times already but not really because it's like you're not declared yet so don't be afraid to like if you get to college and you take you want to be a chemistry major and you take the intro to chemistry course and you're like uh nope like it's completely fine to change your major I we have a running joke that like somebody's always having either a scheduling crisis or a major crisis um and it just becomes a part of like really finding out what you want to do you don't need to know when you get to college and you can always change your mind so a little bit of like a cliche question but how did demon robotics set you guys up for college so as someone who's not actively involved in STEM anymore, I I still think that even though I'm not an engineering major, I still think it had such like a positive influence and impact on me and my college experience just because it kind of forced me, the, the way that it made me think, like I had to solve problems, try to think of it in new creative ways. Like there wasn't just one way to do anything. And so I can just kind of apply that to everything in my life. And it also kind of introduced me to a whole new group of people and it forced me to go out and interact with strangers and talk to them and like hype up my own brand, I guess. Like, yeah, Demon Robotics, fantastic. You know, your group, fantastic too. Let's like, you know, let's make a deal here. But um, and so I think just interpersonal skills and you know just critical thinking helped a lot. Plus, it was just really fun, and it helped me realize that I could find a community outside of where my main interests lie. Awesome. Anyone else have any differing sort of experience that they had as a result of robotics and now college? I would say that Demon Robotics definitely boosted my confidence, especially in a lot of places where I definitely was not confident about what I was doing or where I was doing, because it was the first time I was doing it, which was basically the entirety of fall semester. But it was really helpful. Um, one time I was at a Grand Prix, like, fake meet. It was a practice meet. And our engine broke because of something that we had no idea why. And there were all these other people around. And, like, my, sorry, my time, as a pretext, my team is the National Society for Black Engineers uh, Grand Prix team. So we were also the only black people there. And it was really kind of weird because we were in the middle of Indiana. And it was, like, like three hours from campus. And it was weird. 
but I like we were missing something and everyone else on the team was like well we're just missing it and I started asking random people and they were like you do understand we're in the middle of Indiana and I'm like it's okay it'll be fine so I think Demon Robotics definitely helped with that because before Demon Robotics I never did anything like that where I stepped out of my comfort zone to get something or for my benefit. And I think that definitely helped a lot. I had to do a lot of presentations uh, my first semester in my engineering design class, like sometimes weekly presentations. Um, so I really think being in Demon Robotics and talking in front of the team at team meetings or just talking to judges at competition and talking to other people at competition gave me a lot more confidence in being able to say something, even though it might not have been 100% correct or 100% what I meant to say, saying it with confidence and making sure the point came across in a productive manner. Um, and it really, it also weirdly makes me not want to practice for presentations because at robotics, like you can't practice for what a judge is going to ask you. Um, and you just go off the cuff and you have everything prepared and you have that knowledge. So it was a little bit difficult sometimes when people were like, oh, let's practice this. And I was like, but I know what I'm going to say. Like, I don't want to, it needs to be fresh. And then people didn't like that sometimes, but it always went well. Demon Robotics, famous for helping people fake it till they make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, Victor, you were the driver for the team for three years? Yeah. yeah. Um, how did that sort of, like, experience, like, working, like, really close with people as well as, like, new people, like, every match sort of help with being in school? Um, it definitely helped increase, like, my social skills. So, when I got to Ole Miss, I only really knew two people that were there. Like, I was only really friends with two people that were already there. But um, I was pretty much, like, by myself. So I ended up just like slowly but surely like gaining friends and like making my own friend group. And a lot of it was due to robotics because I didn't want to talk to them because I usually don't want to talk to anybody. But <laughs> I don't know. Being robotics definitely helped to like force me out of that bubble. And it was pretty easy once I got down to talking to everybody. All right. So having been in sort of college for like a semester and like a half, because it got qu cut short. But um, is there anything that you guys did in college, realized it was really helpful, but you think you probably waited too long to like start doing like clubs or whatnot that you think anyone who's going into college should try and get into, try and do as soon as possible? Go to tutoring. Go and use the free resources on your campus and don't pay for them because there's like five different things you can use and upperclassmen like get ahead if you're going to have an if you feel like a class is going to be hard or you're like oh, I don't know maybe I just want some help here like use your resources you will not regret it be a part of any study groups you can even if it's a class you're doing well in it does not hurt it cannot hurt to have the like review with other people talking it through making sure you really understand the concepts yeah like you could spend fifteen dollars on check or you could just use the freaking office hours like I learned that real quick <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. go to office hours don't ever be ashamed for help because the I was like oh I'm going to be the only one in his office like looking stupid asking questions it was packed full of kids who did not know what they were doing like you're fine everyone's you're not going to look stupid just because you go for tutoring that's what they're there for you know yeah and even if you think it's going to get better if you just you know study a little bit more for your next exam no you only have maybe three exams in one class if you fail one of them you are going to be screwed if you fail another one <laughs> so you better do something about it <laughs> yeah. 
Also, if you fail one class, it does not matter. It's okay. You can retake it or you can just move on and take another class. Like, yeah, your GPA is going to take a hit, but it's one class and one. Don't fail every class. Yeah. Like, it's okay. You can't have, <laughs> I, like, you, my grade average dropped from high school to college just because that's how it is. It's harder. There's so much more going on. And schoolwork shouldn't be, like, it should be your number one priority, but it shouldn't take up all of your time. Like, you need time to socialize and have fun and go out and do things. Go internship. Make good decisions. <laughs> So with uh, Avery and Olivia, you guys doing band and Victor, I know you were part of the esports team. How did sort of managing like a large like school-based time commitment deal with your schoolwork? And how did you sort of make that decision and where you were putting your time? It was not easy. <laughs> yeah, that is a fact. <laughs> it practiced every day for several hours. And then Saturdays were just... Saturdays were done. done. You couldn't oh, work on Saturday. You get up at like 6 a.m., get back at midnight. It's yep. like, <laughs> you just have to, it's so hard, especially the first year, first semester, with like there's so many new things and you want to join all these clubs and go to all the first meetings, which you definitely should do. But I think that's what really messed up my sleeping schedule because I would spend the day going to classes and then looking at stuff, like hanging out with people and making connections. And then I'd go to band and then I'd eat dinner. And then it's nine o'clock and I haven't started homework. And so you just have to learn to manage your time wisely and hop on that immediate while you're feeling motivated, like in the beginning of the semester, hop on it. Yes, yes. And then also, you have to make decisions for yourself. Because I remember in the beginning of the fall semester, I really wanted to check out like all these different clubs. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I can do this on top of band because like I did all of these things in high school. So I should be fine. But the, the difference from high school to college is that you go more in depth on your like your extracurricular like social things than you do in high school. So you're going to be spending a lot more time in band or whatever that specific club is or whatever your sport is than like anything else. So you need to make decisions about I'm not going to do this this semester. I'm I could do it next semester when I don't have all these other things going on. But like you have to prioritize what you have to do versus what you want to do. And that means making sacrifices. Time management was definitely a struggle for a little bit, but um, once I got everything figured out, it honestly wasn't too bad for me. So definitely from what I'm hearing from you guys is planning out what you're doing of like largely in advance. So like, cause you all, you all know like what classes you're going to have to be taking everything like that. So trying to figure out um, like where things you want to do fit into the things you need to do. Yeah. Say, like, plan specifically. Cause there were times where like I made a plan for the week and it absolutely did not go the way. Like college is so, all of it's so spontaneous. It's like, don't really, don't get butthurt if like you can't study from four to five and then go and like, it's not going to happen. Like, but have a general plan. Yeah. What like, I did that, that are most important. I, um, made every class an activity that I have a different color on my calendar and then put stuff in my calendar <laughs> with like alerts <laughs> so that way I know everything that I can be doing and then if I like can't do something it's still okay but I found especially the first couple weeks of spring semester I had so many things going on that there were a couple times where I was like oh I forgot about that and it was something that was like marginally important I was like okay it's okay that I didn't go but and then I also got the flu spring of first first couple weeks it was not good um take your vitamin c that's another tip we're spending don't yeah you know don't get sick in college if you can that is that is a fact 
it's um, having cesspool. Like. <laughs> having had two sinus infections and the flu all in a semester and a half of college. That's just a weak immune system. <laughs> Molly, you were sick during all of high school. There's no change. Yeah. Currently, the whole right side of my face is really stuffy from allergies. So that's not just, just don't just don't, don't have yeah. that's just don't have allergies thing. and don't get sick in college. Don't get sick don't in college. Sick. It's not oh fun. my god. Now, my friend had pneumonia, and she doesn't get sick that much. It's easier to get sick when you're living in close quarters in a dorm with people. Just yeah, don't you still got to go to class. Got to stay on that grind. I did, an, I did a college, or not a college, I did a job fair and an interview while I had the flu, and I didn't know it. And then afterwards, I was like, oh, okay. I had a two-and-a-half-hour lecture on a Wednesday night, and but I was really sick. Like, I had a 99-degree fever, but I went because I couldn't miss a once-a-week class, and I, like, halfway through, it was so boring. That class sucked. Halfway through, I just, like, passed out because I was sweating and like dizzy and I just like passed out but I got through class it's like that's all that matters I take the attendance points I got those attendance points oh clicker points yeah and then I threw up in the bathroom but (laughs) (laughs) you know definitely don't push yourself too hard skipping classes don't just skip class. Don't skip class. Don't skip You're class. You're going to need it. <laughs> also, surround yourself with friends who are either in the same classes or in the same things that you do. So I have, like, all my friends are in band, mostly, and all my friends are basically engineers. So that means we all have the same type of schedule, which is band and then studying for engineering, <laughs> which is great because now I don't have to, like, make time away from my friends because I'm always with my friends working on the things I need to work on. So it's a win-win. Yeah, like all of my friends, they're most of them are in band, but almost all of them are bio majors or like environmental science that so they're taking bio. And so they'll be like, they'll just all get together and be like, oh, let's study bio in the library tonight. I'll just tag along, you know, having no clue what they're saying, but I want to like hang out with them. So I do my work and they all are really smart. <laughs> but it's definitely, it's nice to have people in your major what you do, but also sometimes it's really nice to have someone who like is nothing to do with what you do so you can seem smart sometimes explaining things (laughs) get a different perspective and then sometimes they can seem smart doing things it's also really nice um if you talk to the people you sit around in classes that way you can make a new friend or acquaintance even you don't really need to be friends but if you can go over problems that you're doing in class together or if you have to miss class text them snapchat them whatever say like, oh, I'm going to miss class. Can you send me the notes? Or if they're like really awesome, they'll take your clicker for you and they'll Mm -hmm. like do clickers questions for you. (laughs) Those are the real ones. (laughs) Oh my God. I remember I skipped a recitation and we were doing a Kahoot where we had to like have those participation points. And I had friends in the class because I was talking to them. And they sent me the Kahoot code so I could like play from home. I could answer the questions, but I wasn't in last place, which was good job, bro. Good job. Thank you. (laughs) So, in terms of just what you guys have learned, um, major specific or just general college life, do you have any like? large advice, small advice, things that we haven't talked about already for anyone going into college? Fake confidence. I don't, if you're going to some like event or there are people on your floor and you like, you want to talk to them, but you're waiting for them to talk to you or like, also keep your door open. 
in the dorms. Keep like, your door open. Yeah, keep your door open. People will talk to you. But also, take the initiative. Go talk to people, you know? Like, fake confidence. If you're going up to someone, be like, yeah, hey, this is me. We're friends now. Like, just, you know, take the initiative. For everything. Like, going up to talk to a professor. Going, like, to a club meeting. Fake confidence. Because pretty soon, if you fake it well enough, it will be real confidence. And you'll get so much further. I've really enjoyed living in a special living option. Different colleges call them different things, but it's basically a place where you're living with people who have something in common with you. So I know Olivia lives in um, engineering and band housing at Purdue. It's it's band it's bands and orchestras engineering learning community. Yes, that's so. <laughs> so I yeah, that means everyone on my floor, or at least half of them, are in band which is nice. <laughs> and um, the one that I'm in is the honors one at Penn State. And I think it's been really awesome because you, you just get to know more people. And also it's a way to make more friends. I think Any other? I, my um, advice is that everything is going to be fine. So like, the summer before I started doing anything, I was like extremely worried 90% of the time because I was like, things could just go horribly wrong and everything's going to be terrible and I'm just going to mess everything up. And I was really worried for a really long time. But like when I got here or to Purdue, like everything worked out. Like you're you're going to make mistakes and it's okay, but like it's, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Also, freshman year is the year to try everything. So as a freshman, use the term freshman to your advantage and do everything. And you might do things wrong. And that's fine because you're a freshman. You have a you have a past. <laughs> yeah, honestly, being a freshman is fantastic. You go somewhere and exactly. say, oh, I'm just a freshman. And they'll baby you with it. Like, they'll teach you everything. You don't have to try and figure it out yourself and, like, freak out because, oh, what do I do? It's like, oh, um yeah, I've never used this before. Like, oh, where do I go? And they'll be like, oh my God, I'll walk you. Like, how are you doing? Are you enjoying it? They're so nice. People, people are nice. People are nice. <laughs> like, Especially in the Midwest. Like, oh, freshman, I'm going to beat you up and like take you out. But no, no one does that. They're nice. Or they're, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> Upperclassmen are friendly. I swear. I swear it on my life. They love having, like, the whole upperclassmen complex. Like, oh, I can, I am your guide now. They love that. Take advantage of it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with Olivia, though. Like, take it step by step. Don't stress yourself out too much. Like, you guys know me. I don't take things too harshly or, like, get too upset or about things. I do, but, huh? What? What? Hmm? You can continue. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Like, I had so many mental breakdowns the first semester because I was, just, like, stressing out and freaking out it was horrible but once i got everything figured out like not too bad it'll be all right so not really for any of the current seniors because most of them are either decided or just about done deciding but for like juniors or sophomores do you have any suggestion on like how actually useful were college visits talking with people actual people who are in the major that you're thinking about going into any advice for some of like the either lower classmen or juniors in high school um trying to make their college decisions any advice for them before they get too deep into everything i didn't actually go on any college visits until um summer before senior year I think, oh, I'm pretty sure. Um, what I really did the most of was like, I did use Naviance a little bit at Kennett, um, and that was helpful just for looking at <laughs> pro 
projections of like, is what kind of school is this? Um, I think it, it is really, really helpful to talk to people in a major that you're considering or a field that you're considering, be it a an adult, be it someone who you know is an older sibling of somebody else. It's just really helpful to be able to understand what they've gotten out of it and what you could get out of it. I went through a very specific process where um, I kind of, so I decided like how far away I wanted to be. I think my limit was six hours. Um, and I wanted to be, yeah, dude, in state, are you kidding? Sorry, sorry. Mine was at least six hours away. Honestly, yeah, well, I Yeah, mine was minimum two. I said like, I want to be more than two hours away, but less than like six or seven, just because the drive would suck. But, um, so I kind of limited my range to that. And then I would look through schools. I'd look through like every school that applied to my very broad, like I knew I wanted a medium school, not too big, not too small. And just put like as broad, as like, narrow the search down a bit, but not too much. Cause then you might miss out on a school. I didn't think I wanted a big school. And I thought I would hate city schools. And now I have both of them and I love it. Also, I went onto Google, any college I was interested in, I Google image search their colors and their mascot. Like if you no, but if you Google search the college colors, and then it's like neon green and white. I'm not gonna wear that the next four years of my life. I'm getting that school off my list. Like, no, that was important to me. I'm not gonna search one school. Like, I think the one thing that like for my college search, because my college search was like extremely like uh academic oriented and i think the other things you must most definitely look at is like all the social things or other aspects of your college you definitely need to look at those before you end up at a college that you don't want to go to hi cat anyway so like especially for mine because i really wanted i really wanted a school that had uh i say this like big sports I wanted big sports, but also big engineering. I also did not like the middle of nowhere part, but it eventually grew on me. And that's why like, I chose Purdue is because Purdue had like three of the best things that I wanted. So you're not gonna get everything with the college that you want. Like your most perfect college probably does not exist, but you can get pretty close. So pick the closest one. I would also say going off of what Olivia said, I went into my college search um, not with the idea that like, oh, I have a dream school and it's exactly where I want to be. I was like, if I got into any of these colleges that I applied to, I can see myself being happy there. Like I didn't want the mindset of if I didn't get into a certain school, it would crush me and I'd feel like I'd be going to my secondhand choice. Um, cause that just didn't seem like the right way of thinking about it for me. Yeah, if you can't imagine oh yourself being fully happy there, don't apply. doesn't matter who asks you to, like, how yes. much money they're willing to offer you. If you're not going to be happy, don't apply. If you can't motivate yourself to write the essay question, it's probably a sign you don't want to go there. I disagree, because I don't want to write any of the essay questions. <laughs> that is and I love Pitt. Like, that, don't listen to Molly on that one. I don't want to write any of the essay questions. English major. <laughs> I'm not looking to be some essay writer. I shouldn't have a better word. Yeah, I'm a disgrace of an English major. 
sort of talking about like decisions and everything um scholarships how did you guys go about doing that whether it was school scholarships just merit-based scholarships um looking up anything that you could apply to lack of looking up anything you could apply to <laughs> don't do that don't do that olivia you yeah olivia you take this yes i i yeah, i have more things but like my two scholarships that i got i got for one was for engineering and one was for uh diversity which is good you know i love diversity but um there are a lot of scholarship opportunities even if you don't get any like when you initially like are accepted and you are admitted there are a lot on campus you just have to do them and 90 percent of the time they send out the email and they're like hey there's this scholarship opportunity 50 percent of those people are not even going to look at it so you have a chance you should do them but otherwise uh take all of the scholarship opportunities that you can think of and do all of them because there's definitely a chance like even if you think there's no chance there's definitely a chance and chances are your school is looking to give you money like they're not trying to not give you money they're trying to give you money so if you put in the effort they'll get it to you you just got to put in the effort any scholarship that you qualify for doesn't matter like apply for it also the ones with less money but like if it's a 100 200 scholarship significantly less people apply for those compared to like the ten thousand dollar ones so you have a much better shot so if you apply for a lot then it adds up really quickly anyway molly one thing that i did senior year was i signed up for fast webs emails so i got like I a that. daily or a weekly email of like here's all these scholarships that you're able to apply for and that was how i found the lockheed martin scholarship that i have now which if anybody is interested in being an engineering major in college, I you should look up the Lockheed Martin um, scholarship for STEM. It is a great opportunity. It was a very simple application when I did it and it's awesome and you should do it. Um, and then the other thing was my college did give me money for being in the honors college. And then I waited kind of a long time to decide where I was going to school. I didn't decide until closer to May 1st. And then they gave me another scholarship, an academic one. And I was like, hmm, interesting. So I'm not saying you, I'm not saying you should do that in thinking that schools are going to give you more money if you don't decide. But you never know what's gonna happen when you apply to a school. Uh, definitely look at, um, like, scholarships that aren't within your school. So, like, the ones that you find on the internet. Like, FastWeb is a really good one. I am, like, I'm assigned up to, like, four or five of them. And they're, like, they're all over the internet. So, like, you, it, they're really easy to apply to. You just look up what it is, and then you do whatever it wants to do, and then you submit it. And it's a little bit harder to get these ones because, like, now the whole world is looking at these. But also, you still definitely have a chance. And if you apply to enough of them, chances are you're probably going to get at least one. So also, if you want continued scholarships in college, keep a really good GPA. Now think about that because your fall semester, that is when you make your GPA. That's when you make or break your GPA is fall semester. So oh. if you start out really well and your first fall semester is great, then you're 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 gonna be awesome. You have a lot of opportunities waiting for you spring semester and then following years. But make sure you work really hard on that fall semester GPA. Ooh, good lord. Yeah, I didn't realize that until it's too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also yeah. Private companies offer scholarships and people don't realize this. Like my dad's engineering company, 
I'm not going into STEM, but they still had plenty of opportunities for me. Um, if you call and ask, or if you just look up on their website, like so many have scholarships. Yeah, um, I know that like there was one that I was like maybe going to apply for, but then it didn't apply for me. But it was like um, people in like the food service industry, which I am not in, but I work at a country club. So someone's like, oh, you should look at that. And I was like, oh, I'll look into it. But it was like only in Pennsylvania and I work in Delaware. But the little, the little weird ones like that. And also my job gave me a scholarship. So some jobs, if you've been working there long enough, will offer financial assistance if you either continue to work there during school or if you have enough um, like years of service with them. So that's something to look into. It's all about how much effort you put in. Because if you don't put in a lot of effort, you can't expect a lot out. Question, what does country club tennis worker, like, what does that have to do with food service? <laughs> it was, it was something that was, like, the service industry, and okay, it, which, like, I guess I had a realization, I was like, technically I work in the service industry, but not really, kind of. But I thought you were trying to be like, oh yeah, sometimes I sell cliff bar checkout no. counter. <laughs> like, also, in considering what type of college you want to go to, Make sure they carry the type of soda that you want because I went mm. to Carnegie Mellon University for a summer for a summer program and they only had Pepsi products. And by the end of the summer, I was like, I am not going to CMU, never. Yeah, Pittsburgh <laughs> only has Pepsi. <laughs> Penn, State, Penn State also only has Pepsi, and I love a Diet Coke. But the good thing is now I don't really drink soda anymore, I only drink water. Oh, yeah, you're diet will change so much in college. Yes. yes. Incredible amount. I like gained 15 pounds and then lost 20 and then gained another 15 and the it's it fluctuates. Man. It's a wild time. Freshman 15. So that, that leads to a good question. How is the food? Food is good. Food so is very good, good here. So good. The food, yeah, the food is good. Yeah. You are going to be eating so much more than you eat usually at home that when you go back home, you're going to spend 90% of your time wishing you were back at your college for the food. <laughs> that is the right. opposite experience. That's, that's not 100% what I have, yeah. Okay. All right, um, I should clarify that Purdue has uh, a very highly topped ranked um, meal plan, meal stuff, so. Careful, this is you and this is meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're, we're up there. We're, we're giving the good oh, stuff. Yeah. Food is so good. Food is very Chick-fil-A, good. Chick-fil-A, Cadoba, Panda Express, yes, every yes. day. Yes, we have Raisin like Raisin canes. Every- oh. It is great. Dang, I need to upgrade. <laughs> yeah, come to Purdue, you know? No. It's so far. <laughs> it's all about finding what, what dining hall you like the most, when they have the food you like, and like varying what you eat. Because if you eat the same thing every day, you're going to get completely sick of it. You're not going to want to like eat that again for the rest of the semester. And then your options are severely limited. Yeah, I can't eat instant ramen anymore. The thought of it makes me sick. Bro. <laughs> There's the stir fry in our dining hall that I could eat every day for like I ate it every day for as long as I was there it's so good so we do have some I realize I shouldn't be like trash talking it but like there's always even if the dining hall isn't great there's always going to be food or like restaurants around campus that has really like oh it's so good and some of them take like camp like university affiliated money um but that's because I live in a city school I don't know if it's true for any other schools but like there's always going to be good food available just don't eat too much or too yeah much. or at least if you eat a lot you have a good reason 
Meaning you go to the gym either three times a day or you're yeah. doing like a sport or something. Yeah, if you have I don't know. To the gym, you <laughs> use the nice, like very expensive gym. <laughs> At least once. Because you're paying for it. It's in your fees. You better eat it, yes. Also, oh, yeah. <laughs> stealing from the dining courts, you should definitely do it because you already paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Elliot, so how is all the food in <laughs> India? Uh, it's kind of bomb. <laughs> Indian food's so good. Yeah. The thing is, you don't really want to go to most restaurants because they're kind of unsanitary and then you'll get sick from it. But, like, if you go to a good restaurant, Indian's, it's so good. Like, all the naan and everything is super cheap, too. So you can get, like, a full meal plus everything extra for, like, the happy meal cost. So it's great. Fantastic. Did you get a quote-unquote freshman 15? No, I think I lost weight. Because in quarantine, I was just like cooking my own meals. And I got bored of cooking. A lot of times, I just didn't eat very much. <laughs> you stopped eating? Yeah. Nice. Sometimes it's a chore. You eat so much, and then you don't eat all day until it's like 10 p.m. And you're in the library, and you have a really good seat. But you don't want to give it up. So you're just like, I'll eat tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes your schedule is weird for eating. Like, um, fall, I had... I had lunchtime every single day. It was great. And then the spring semester, Monday and Wednesday, I had class from 12.20 to 2.15. And I was like, when do I eat? So then I just had like a protein bar in the morning and like another snack at three o'clock and then dinner. Uh, so it's, it's all about finding like your schedule and what fits. And if you don't find out what works for a while, you just figure it out. Yes. Also, like adapt you know like for yes. the first semester breakfast was at noon dinner was at 11 like it changed and then the next semester like I didn't eat breakfast just because I had morning classes but my meal schedule was a bit more time like dinner was at nine like lunch was at two it changes every semester so don't be like oh well I have to eat lunch at lunchtime like I'm used to eating it every like it's not gonna stay the same every day every semester like it's gonna unless you're unless your dining hall has specific hours yeah mine has specific hours. hours yeah like, there's like, there's like <laughs> There's like lunch hours and dinner hours. Yep. We serve yeah. breakfast until two. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I'd go down after class, eat a bowl of cereal. Well, cereal was always there, but like they have eggs out still. Eggs aren't. No eggs at any dining hall are gonna be good. Awesome. Really? You can no. You can get our eggs. Are so our eggs are pretty good. Our like, eggs are so down, like, good. Mississippi farming country. They got eggs. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like fall semester i ate maybe two meals a day but two meals a day. like spring semester i was eating three meals a day maybe four because oh. every morning at seven o'clock i'd be up in the dining hall eating breakfast so oh good my, you're kidding. Yeah. Yes, i was i wake up at seven o'clock what how good they're so good <laughs> and then all the tater tots oh yes, my. The tater tots, <laughs> no. the tater tots are so good oh my gosh. we have so many good food spots i miss all of them right now yeah, like, i'd spend a good nice. hour and a half or two hours just sitting in the dining hall eating and like finishing my homework yes yes yeah. oh my god until they kick you out and then they're like you know, they never kick they never kick me out day. That's they kicked me out. They kicked me out one time because they're like, uh, because my my school uses meal swipes, so like you use one every time you want to get in. Also, they have like unlimited swipes, but like you can't use them. Like you can use them once every fifteen minutes, so that way you can't swipe in all your friends. But anyway, oh. I had like I had I'm on the thirteen meal track, so I only can have two meals a day every single day except Sunday, of which I can only have one. 
crazy. Yeah, they kicked me out one time because they're like, you're going to have to use another meal swipe if you want to stay in here because we're opening again for lunch. And I was like, mm-hmm. you already know I paid. I'm not going <laughs> to. It was it was a complication. <laughs> we have like a certain number of meal swipes and you can yeah. use them whenever, however. Like, I would stand there and swipe in like six of my friends. And, <laughs> yeah, as long as it's getting paid for, whatever. And you stay there all day. Like, they know you have a limited, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, like, take four bananas on my way out, grab, like, yes, a yes. <laughs> I so much food from them. Like, I get out and, like, actually eat, but I bring bring Tupperware to college. Bring Tupperware to college, and Tupperware. especially in the dining courts, yes. You get, like, a corner booth, which is the prime spot. You, like, go and make another plate, and you put it in the Tupperware, and then, boom, free dinner. Like, bring Tupperware. Especially, like, like at 2 a.m. when, like, nothing's open and yeah. you're like, starving. Yes. <laughs> open that fridge. You have options, not just a spoonful of peanut butter. So yes. many times my meal for the day was, like, a spoonful of peanut butter. <laughs> College changed. <laughs> I never got it that bad. No. But then again, yeah, like... I always had ramen or cereal. <laughs> Cereals. My dining hall was two minutes away, not even. Oh, like, I walked out of my dorm, walk maybe 15 feet, and then I was in the dining hall. Bro, so nice. In my dorm, I go down, and it's right there. Like, it's in the lobby. That's where oh, I, you're in the lobby. I just, I had no excuse. Ooh, next year, there's a dining court in my, in my residence hall. So, like, literally, I don't have to go outside to eat. It's going to be great. Yeah, next year, I have a kitchen, so I can actually make good brownies again. So, I'm excited. All right, so is there anything that you guys want to add? Just anything that we haven't talked about already? Just advice for anyone going into college, starting their college search or anything? Anyone who's going into college, like, stuff that they need to do? Get a box fan if your room doesn't have air conditioning. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, also, it's important. It's going to be, like, it's going to seem really scary, like, moving away. You don't want to leave all your friends back home, and you're, like, all alone in this new place. But once... I mean, once I left, I kind of realized that, like, even if I were to stay back home, all of my friends are out in college anyway. So, like, staying back home isn't going to do much good. And it stops being scary, like, as soon as you make your first friend, which yeah. is really easy because literally everyone is looking for new friends all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you join clubs, especially if you join clubs and, like, participate in, like, specific activities you find like a niche group and it'll work out really well for you. I can guarantee. That's an Avery guarantee. (laughs) Yeah, I would say um, the friends you get in college are probably going to be the friends that you have for the rest of your life. So be be excited because basically you're just going to meet your most favorite people of all time and they're probably going to become your family. So it's going to be it's going to be really awesome. I already once this pandemic is over I'm going to go out to California and visit one of my best friends already from Pitt. Like these people are the people you'll be friends with for forever. Yeah. (laughs) All the fun. (laughs) Don't Don't be stupid. Make smart decisions. Make good decisions. All right. Thank you guys for joining me today. It was good to talk to all of you. For those listening, we hope you come back again soon. It has been Talk 4342.